For the Center Square, Illinois, and Illinois Radio Network, I'm Greg Bishop, and we're joined by the 45th President of the United States of America, Donald Trump. Thanks for being with us, Mr. President. Well, thank you, Greg. So you'll be in Illinois with your Save America rally in Minden Saturday evening. What brings you to the land of Lincoln, and why endorse Congresswoman Mary Miller over Congressman Rodney Davis? Well, she's somebody I've gotten to know. She's a high-quality person. She's been all for me all the way. And, uh, you know, you have to remember that. And that uh, she's just a very good person and a very uh, MAGA person. And uh, I said I'd do it a long time ago. Uh, Rodney said some very negative things about me at points. And I said, well, you know, you got to remember that also. And uh, Mary's been just terrific, a tremendous supporter. Mr. President, you've seemed to got your pulse on state matters, having uh, given endorsements across the country. Uh, Illinois has got a gubernatorial election this fall, and our primary is next Tuesday. Among the Republicans running, which do you think is going to pose the greatest challenge to the Democratic incumbent governor, J.B. Pritzker? Well, it would look like Bailey. I haven't made an endorsement, but he's doing a good job. A lot of people are liking him. And uh, I think that, you know, he would potentially have a shot. Uh, Pritzker's been a terrible, terrible governor. He has done such a bad job. And uh, with the lockdowns and with everything else that you would know better than anybody. Uh, But uh, I think uh, maybe Bailey would be the one. I don't know how the polls are, uh, but uh, he seems to be formidable and could maybe give it a good shot because, you know, it's a little bit hard to win up there for for a Republican in that way. So we'll see what happens. But I think Bailey, maybe. Mr. President, you were uh, outspoken about crime in Chicago in particular when you were in office. Crime numbers have actually gotten worse since you left office. What recommendations do you have for Mayor Lori Lightfoot and other Chicago city leaders in regards to how to handle crime? Well, when I was... uh watching over our country and uh, doing a good job with regard to Afghanistan until they removed, uh, in, in my opinion, when they, the way they left, I think it was the greatest single embarrassment in the history of our country. Uh, the way they got out of Afghanistan, we were going to get out with dignity and strength, but during a period of 18 months, not one soldier was shot. And I would oftentimes compare that we're talking Afghanistan and I'd compare that to Chicago where many people would be shot over a weekend and many killed in many cases. And it was, uh, was terrible. And now I see that I've been looking at numbers recently and you just bring it up. It's gotten worse. It's not even believable. That's not, that's not living in a safe place. That's not even getting close to living in a safe place. I've never seen numbers like that. I've never seen anything like it. It's, it's like we're in a third world country. Very sad. Do you see it more as a prosecutorial issue or an education issue? We hear a lot about poverty leading to crime. What do you think's behind this? Yeah, but you've always had poverty in Chicago. You know, you've always had poor people in Chicago, and you didn't you didn't shoot uh, twenty one people in a weekend, and a lot worse than that. Uh, those were good weekends. It's uh, incredible when you look at the numbers in Chicago. You've always had poverty. You've always had difficulty in Chicago and every other city, but that doesn't mean everybody gets shot. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, So I know the police in Chicago and they're great. They could do the job, but I think they're not allowed to do the job. 
they can do the job if they win. Now, now what's happening is you're losing incredible police, professional, incredible police, and they're leaving and going to other states. And uh, you're getting people that won't be able to do the job as well. But you have to give the police back their respect and you have to give them their dignity and you have to give power back because they are really uh, the ones that can solve the problem and they're not allowed to solve the problem. This is the Center it's Square, a very Illinois. situation in Chicago. Excuse me? I was just saying this is the Center Square, Illinois and Illinois Radio Network. I'm Greg Bishop, and we're talking with President Donald Trump for a few more minutes here and uh, discussing a variety of issues. He's going to be visiting Illinois in Minden Saturday, endorsing Congresswoman Mary Miller over Congressman Rodney Davis. Now, other politics going on, of course, with the 2020 campaign, Mr. President, you were specifically warning against uh, negative impacts on the stock market and 401k retirement plans. You even said that we could see gas prices rise in excess of $6 a gallon. We've seen that in some areas. What did you see coming specifically from President Biden's administration, and what do you think he's attempting to do with the U.S. economy? Well, I dealt with the people, and I dealt with uh, him, and I heard what he was saying, and I predicted every one of these things. I predicted every single one. They said Trump was right on everything, and it wasn't that hard, frankly. And uh, I'll give you another prediction. We're in danger of a world war. And you look at what's going on in Russia and Ukraine, which would have never happened had I been president. It would have never happened. And it didn't happen. And watch China with Taiwan and watch other things, bad things happen, because we're not respected as a, co- as a country. He's not respected. And uh, this country is just not respected anymore very quickly. This took place in less than two years. What's happened to our country is hard to believe. It's hard to believe. It's not, it's not even fathomable that this is going on with the inflation the way it is, with fuel prices at now six, seven, eight dollars a gallon, and more. It's going up higher, more than that. Uh, you look at all of the things that are happening. I predicted just about every one of them, and I predicted a lot of bad things happening in the next two years. This is a, uh, and they've taken away your voice, as you know, they've taken away your voice. This is the beginning of, uh, I used to use an expression, we're going to end up being Venezuela on steroids. And that's where we're going. We're going to be Venezuela on steroids. And how about buying oil from Venezuela? Now we're buying oil from Venezuela instead of taking our own oil. We have more than anybody. And it's beautiful, clean. It's, it's, it is really great oil. Uh, people don't know what oil means because, you know, there's many forms of oil. Theirs is a very heavy, if uh, they talk about the environment, the worst for the environment. And we're talking about oil from Venezuela. We're talking about oil from Saudi Arabia, which you didn't want to touch. And we don't do anything here. I guess they're doing millions of barrels less right now than they did two years ago. We were actually energy independent, Greg. Energy independent. Nobody thought that would be possible. And soon to be energy dominant, we would have been bigger than Saudi Arabia, Russia put together. And uh, by far, actually, making a fortune and having energy like nobody's ever seen. Now you're going to have, here's another prediction, brownouts and blackouts all over the country this summer. Wait till you see what's happening. All these uh, states that are going green, it doesn't work. And wait till you see what happens. 
Well, Mr. President, finally here, um, if you were to testify before the January 6th committee, what would you tell them, and do you bear any responsibility for the actions of the rioters? Well, I tell them that their committee is a disgrace. First time it's ever happened. We have absolutely no voice. They get up there and they, uh, in many cases, are lying. Uh, they're just lying, and it would be so easy to refute, but we have no voice. And uh, I think the committee is a disgrace. Uh, an absolute disgrace. And they were, uh, a lot of people went down to D.C., large numbers, people. I spoke before a crowd that was one of the biggest, maybe the biggest crowd I've ever spoken before. Uh, and that was very peaceful. And there was a lot of a lot of goodwill there. And this was the crowd. This was not a small group that went to the, a re very small group that went to the Capitol. And I will tell you that they were there for one reason, a rigged election. The election was rigged and it was stolen. And that's what the committee should be talking about. You saw what Texas did, the Texas Republicans the other day. This was a rigged and stolen election. And that's what the committee should be talking about because people don't have trust in our elections anymore. And why should they when you see what happened in 2020? Mr. President Donald Trump, thank you so much for taking time with the Center Square, Illinois and Illinois Radio Network and safe travels to the land of Lincoln. Well, thank you very much, Greg. Thank you.